I love recording days. <laughs> it just means that I get to do something that I love, you know? And how cool is that when we get to do the things that we love? I mean, geez, man. This idea of life where we've been led to believe that, you know, purpose is defined by doing things for a paycheck is crazy. I mean, it's so normal to believe that into this manipulation of purpose of human life and to think that we are only as good as what we do. You know, or education only comes through an institution is wild to me because I explore consciousness and I explore so many other realms of realities because I seek that. Because I know doing the same thing every single day is not what we're meant to do. And taking on perspectives from just a, a select few individuals really compartmentalize our true potential. And I question those things. I question everything, really, to be honest with you. It's one of my greatest assets uh, is to have that ability to do that. And I, I see that as being an asset. And I see that as being something that's unique to myself. Because when I talk to people the way I talk to people, you know, they'll, they'll always say to me, like, man, you really think about everything. It's like, well, yeah. And I always have. You know, I was distracted within my addiction and that caused me to have a tunnel vision for just one viewpoint. But when I broke free from that addiction, I was able to really think for myself. And that's a big part of being free, is being free from the attachments we have to things in life. That's so huge to be able to be conscious and to be aware of that. It's, it's so important to have that in your life. And I'm so grateful for that. I'm so grateful that I put the work in to get that done. I'm so grateful that I accepted spirituality and that spirituality accepted me. I mean, spirituality will accept each and every single one of us. Love is there for all of us. It's just whether or not we're willing to ask for it. And I think that that's the thing that happened within my life that gave me the belief in myself that I could do that, that I could break free from that cycle that I was stuck in of addiction for over half of my life. It began there. It began with an acceptance of spirituality, was which was an acceptance of love. And for me, it was Jesus. I mean, I was reading a book that led me to understand that another individual that was going through the same things I was going through in his life spoke some words that he surrendered his love to Jesus, and it worked for him. Now, spirituality and religion are completely separate. Religion is a business, and it's an organization that is there to feed an agenda. The people that are behind and orchestrating religion don't know any more than we do. To arrive at spirituality, you must arrive there on your own terms. No one can tell you how to do it because no one can change you, right? It's something that you have to accept within your own being. Listening to the directive and the narrative of another individual will only show you their experience and their path. But to do things and to arrive to certain places, you have to do that on your own with yourself. Now, taking in guidance from other individuals, sure. But you've got to apply it in your own manner. You've got to create your own methods for things because that's what makes it unique to you. And that also garnishes you the reward of the effort, putting the work in. And it's through that effort and through that work and through that intention and through that connection to self and to something else that you unlock something within you because there's a desire there 
for whatever you're seeking to obtain. And for me, that was spirituality. I was at the lowest point I was ever at in my life. You know, I was in prison or jail rather, sorry. And I'd been homeless for a number of years and everything had had been taken away from me, which was wonderful because I was only left with myself. And it was within that moment that I really realized that that's all that mattered. The things that we buy are not the things that we are. Stuff does not define us in any way, shape, or form, yet we attach identities to it. You know, I am my job. I am my car. I am the value of my house. These are just misconceptions of an idea of success, but not really an idea of self, because self comes with the question of who am I? And that's a beautiful question. You know, so many people say that to me. Well, I don't even know who I am. I don't know what I want to do. Well, of course you don't know what you want to do because you don't know who you are. Well, I don't know how to figure out who I am, myself included. I'm not special and I'm not unique and I'm not different than anybody listening to this. Rather, I've come to the conclusion that listening to my podcasts, I have learned a few things that I attached to the idea that I was a drug addict for over half my life that I lost everything. And I repeat these statements throughout my episodes in my podcasts, and I've become aware of it. And I find myself defining two points in the past because I'm still attached to points in the past. And that realization has just come to me through observation of my life, through conversations with others, people that I care about and people that care about me. And that perspective was shared with me because... I was not able to see it from another point of view because I didn't really know how to grow away from it. I thought by overcoming it that I had grown through it. Sure, possibly. But I haven't grown away from it. You know, it's still attached to me. It's still a part of me. And you can hear it in the episodes and you can hear it in the way I talk. Recently, I have had to question who am I as well. You know, this podcast is real talk for an unreal world. So I'll always be real with you. And... I think that that's a wonderful place to be to understand that, you know, we're all on a journey and and we're all we're all trying to figure this thing out called life. But to figure this thing called life out, we have to question things and we really have to seek answers to the questions we have. That's a really beautiful and important part of the journey. So for me, you know, I, I do practices in my life that help me grow to a higher version of myself through a spiritual aspect. Yes. But the understanding of who Justin is in this point of time is another thing altogether because it's difficult. We don't know how to do that, right? I mean, where are the teachers in life for this? Like, why are we not going to school to figure out who we are and understanding the language of emotion? Because that really shapes who we are. I mean, we define by that, right? Like, if we're happy, we're happy. You can see that in an individual. And they communicate that so well. We don't need words to communicate. We can do that with body language, with action. Like there's many other forms of communication we can use. So we can see that in individuals who have this within themselves, who know who they are. They just emit this happiness and this positivity. I do so myself as well in some cases, but there's aspects of myself that are closed off and I've become aware of them. So recently, I have had to ask myself, who am I? You know, and what a beautiful question. And I'll be honest with you. It was difficult for me to accept that. 
that I was stuck in these old patterns and these old belief systems and, and I didn't know how to grow past that because I hadn't really become aware of it. But once I came aware of it, I found myself in a place that was not knowing where to go. I didn't know what to do. I didn't know how to grow past that. I didn't know how to mature through a difficult experience in my life. So I asked myself some basic questions. I asked myself if I wanted to become something. I knew honesty and authenticity are a part of who I am. I practice that within my life. You know, I can be accountable. I can be responsible. I can speak my truth. I can have difficult conversations with individuals, absolutely, but the most difficult conversations I have to have are with myself. So who is Justin? What does Justin stand for? For me, integrity was a big word, but it was just a word, and I didn't really know what it meant. <laughs> so I looked it up. I did. I looked it up. I'm going to read you the definition. Definition of integrity is the quality of being honest and having strong moral principles. Now, that's a beautiful thing when we think about it, right? Because it's no longer a word. It's a practice. It's a way of life. So much so that you cultivate that within yourself. You work on yourself to have integrity within yourself. Because everything is internal. People will say, oh, there's a man of integrity. When you display that within yourself, externally, people will notice it. It isn't something you do for the world, it's something you do for yourself because it's a way of life. And I thought that was so beautiful. I thought, wow, a man of integrity, you know? I still make mistakes in my life, I'll be honest with you. In my relationship, I had relationships in the past that I was never good at because I wasn't honest and I wasn't authentic and I had bad practices throughout my life. But that doesn't define me in this moment today, yet I still practice those same behaviors in my relationship today because I can't communicate with myself. And I'm okay to say that, you know, my partner, I'm so grateful for her. I'm so grateful for her because we're able to have difficult conversations, but more so she's able to have difficult conversations with me, which brings awareness to myself because we share time together. Absolutely. But what we both want for each other is our highest potential to become the highest potential of our highest self. It's a beautiful thing in a relationship. It's something I've never known because I've never practiced it. That's not to say that the individuals I wasn't with before weren't wanting the same thing for me, but I wasn't reciprocating it. And I was making excuses for my actions. And that's a reality. That's something we do in life. We make excuses. And I do that in my life as well. So I became highly aware of how often I was making excuses for my actions, which would result in consequences that harmed my relationship. So I started to look at excuses. And I started to look how I was applying those in my life. They become so normal to the practice of life that we don't even think about it because we have allowed it to be acceptable. So I detached and I started to observe everything that I was doing and everything that I was saying. And sometimes I would still follow old practices in my life and say things that I didn't think about before I spoke. So when I did that, I addressed it immediately. And I would go to the individual or go to my partner and speak to her about what I just said and why I said it and explain to her the thought process that went in through the comment. And that helps us grow. It's a beautiful thing when you can have conversations like that and you can open yourself up and be vulnerable and, and allow yourself to make mistakes, but be open enough 
to have conversations about how to move forward through things right away. And that happens within myself as well. When I make an excuse for something, I address that right away because I'm highly aware of it. And I make a conscious effort and I value the reward of becoming the person I want to be. It's a big thing. We got to value what we want, right? If you want to be somebody different, man, you've got to work at it. This manipulation that we've been brought up in of being somebody we're not is a practice that has become normal. So don't beat yourself up for it. You know, the excuses or the lives that we have led to have us live and breathe all of these bad practices of life are just a result of the journey to this point. The wonderful thing about being at this point is we're in the present moment. And the present moment allows us to be whoever we want to be. And what a wonderful gift that is. It doesn't matter what you did yesterday. I mean, when I got out of jail, I told myself I'd be somebody different, and I did. I did become somebody different. But that doesn't mean I stopped growing, because we constantly have to evolve right to the end of the journey. Education doesn't end when you get a little piece of paper on the wall that says you're an employee at something. The education from within should never cease. And that's something that we allow ourselves to be acceptable in our lives because it doesn't give us the same value as a paycheck. Yet we all seek something more than this monotonous life of doing the same thing every single day. But what we get to choose is how we address those things that we don't want to do every single day by being somebody different. And we can be happy doing the thing that we don't want to do every single day because we work on ourselves and we value it more. And the people that we surround ourselves with will begin to see this change. And it'll affect them in a positive manner because we in ourselves are positive. And that's everything. And it begins with communicating with yourself. You know, becoming aware of your actions and, and sitting down and, and writing out what you would like to become who you want to be, what do you stand for, you know? To know who am I, you must have questions of who you want to become. And then you'll have something to work towards, goals, understandings. And what a beautiful goal to have, to be more aware of your emotions, to be more aware of how you react to situations, to be less connected to social media, to be less connected to negative conversations, and more in tune with your family and their feelings and their communication. Like that's real, that's priceless. I understand we have to go to work to feed families, I get it. But feed their minds and feed their hearts and feed their souls with something so much more and do that by just being the best possible version of yourself. And if you haven't been taught how to do this, like many of us haven't been, myself included, then congratulate yourself for even taking the time to listen to something that might help you evolve to that state. You know, your family will benefit from it, absolutely. We've made decisions within our lives that we weren't thinking from our hearts, we were just thinking from our minds, and now we're left in the result of all of this chaos that we've created for ourselves, but we can find stillness if we value that time. So many people tell me, I don't have time for this. I don't have time for that. I don't have time for this. Well, evaluate your time. You know, where are you giving your attention? 
when you start to look at where you put your time and energy, you can start to calculate whether or not those things are negative or positive for you. And that's a wonderful thing. Go through it a week and observe how much time you spend on social media, how much time you spend on television, how much time you're thinking about work and you're not at work. Like that's a really important one. So many people take work home and they don't get paid for it. And that's a horrible practice of life, yet we allow it because we give it attention. We, we give it energy. When we've got to learn to detach from that and say, hey, they already don't pay me enough money to do this job. So why am I bringing this home? A wonderful thing to become aware of is communication. Because communication is really everything. It's the thing that helps us see within ourselves and it allows us to have conversations with other people that can offer perspective of things that are going on in our lives. And so often we're afraid to communicate with other people because we're afraid of judgment. But if you're going on a journey of self-discovery, you've got to be able to have a conversation with yourself first about what you would like to see differently and have that awareness of what to communicate to another individual. Because even if we're presented with an opportunity to talk to somebody else, the conversation we want to have has got to be understood within ourselves first. Then when you're seeking answers and perspectives, you have an idea of what you want to ask and know. And that's a beautiful thing. I mean, trusting in another individual is, is obviously an aspect in this conversation, but trusting in yourself first to be able to open doors that you're okay with learning about yourself through conversation. This idea that we've become so disconnected from each other, you can really see the damage that that's caused within ourselves because we struggle to have conversations with other people. And, and that's a, a really difficult thing for me to view within the world because it's, it, it's connection is everything. You know, it, it, we're human beings, a part of the human race. Like we're not, we're not from India. We're not from Canada. We're not, none of that. We're human beings, part of the human race. Everything that matters is on the inside. We all feel. And our experiences have led us to the journey that we have walked. But if we don't talk about it, how do we grow from it? You know, and that's been a wonderful thing that this podcast has taught me is that I can grow through my difficulties with other individuals who are facing difficulties along their road. And by me becoming vulnerable and, and sharing my story and the things that hold me back, people in turn are doing the same thing in their lives. And that's why I do it. You know, obviously it helps me for sure, but it's to help you as well. And I just think so much that I want to share the thoughts that I have with other people. Because the things that I'm thinking are things that people weren't thinking about, you know? And, and that's a cool thing to be a part of. Like, to be able to share these awarenesses with each other is just incredible. But I don't ever want to come off as having figured it all out. Because I haven't, and I won't, until it's over. You know, and that's, that's a beautiful thing to understand, is that we don't have to have it all figured out in one day. If you can't focus throughout a meditation, just the observation of that is valuable. You know, if you lay down for a meditation or you sit down for a meditation and you see that your thoughts are all over the place, then you know you have a chaotic mind. And that's a wonderful observation to have. Because now we have a problem. 
And when we have a problem that we don't like, we can seek an answer to it. We're going to question things and start to take a look at our surroundings and try and understand how we can better ourselves within our own lives. And that's a cool thing when you're ready to do that. It means you're ready to break through the fears, the anxieties, the stresses. Because the questioning of life allows you to live it on your own terms. You come to your own conclusions. We don't have to be agenda-driven anymore. You know, it doesn't have to be ideologies from everybody else, embedded fears from everybody else, bad behaviors from everybody else, or the people that brought us up, circumstances we were brought up in, the experiences we faced. We get to detach from those things and really just question ourselves in the moment. And that's a powerful place to be, to question yourself in the moment. Because it means you take back your independence and you take back your sovereignty and you become the human you want to become. Because human beings are incredibly intelligent creatures. Technology in the external world is it's, it's codes and algorithms for sure. But inside the human mind, man, inside this vessel that houses the light and the DNA code of all these electrical circuits, this magnetism, is the most powerful computer in this life for you that could connect you to anything and anywhere and anyone. We just have to learn how to use the computer. And it's within that ability and that desire to want to learn how to use it that we're gonna grow. So the things that I talk about are experiences with emotional traumas. This just allows us to overcome our fears and overcome the attachments we have to the past that don't allow us to live in the moment. That's why processing emotions is such an, an important part of life because it brings you to the present moment. It allows you to accept the things that have happened for you and the reason they happened for you was education. You know, to learn what you needed to go through in this life to bring you to this moment. And when you can learn from those difficult experiences, the emotional traumas, then you are going to be free to learn about yourself. Because after you process the emotional traumas, it just brings you to the present moment to learn about you and who you are and what you want to be and what you want to do. Because you're so much more than a job, yet we just become complacent and comfortable with things because we've practiced this behavior for so long. So questioning things in your life about who you want to become is a wonderful place to start. You know, you don't have to have conversations externally from you right away. But just having those conversations within yourself is, is a great place to start. And I would encourage you to make time for that. You've got to make time for that. It's not a question about it. Rather than turning on the television, sit down with a piece of paper and ask some questions. Learn about some words. Because when you learn the definition of a word, you can define that within yourself if you want to become that. You know, another one for me was dignity. The state or quality of being worthy of honor or respect. Like dignity. What a beautiful thing that is. I want to become that. I want to be a man of dignity, a man of integrity. And to do that, I have to practice and I have to let go of old belief systems and old patterns and old behaviors within myself. And how do I do that? I become aware of them. I'm very aware when I'm acting a certain way or I'm speaking a certain way that doesn't fit with the philosophy of the new individual I want to become. So that's 
really important with the awareness is to see who you want to become. If you wake up and do the same thing every single day and you're okay with it, then this isn't for you. But if you're tired of that routine and you want more, you want to live in this light body filled with light and positivity and understanding, you got to ask yourself some questions. Ask yourself if today's a new day. Ask yourself if you're willing to learn something new. And tell yourself that when learning something new, it's not going to be easy because we haven't practiced. So when we practice something, it's going to take a little bit of work. And we can't practice like we don't want the reward of becoming somebody new. We've got to practice like we did when we were learning to walk and we were learning to talk. we got to give that our attention. And it has to have the same value because the rewards of this lesson are far greater than walking and talking. But with that same effort, we're going to go far because we already know how to walk and talk, but now we're going to know who we are and what we stand for. Now you're going to walk tall and you're going to talk honest and you're going to be the human you want to be and things are going to change in your life because you're going to become positive and you're going to live a life filled with love. And if you struggle along this journey, I would encourage you to seek spirituality. As I said before, it's began with spirituality for me. And I'm very grateful for that and I'm not shy to talk about it. Because it doesn't matter how you arrive there. Yes, I spoke the words of accepting Jesus into my heart and surrendering my love to Jesus. Yeah, I said that. But with that came a great understanding of what that meant to me personally. That didn't mean for me I had to go to church and I had to give money to people who didn't need it. I don't do that. I do go to church. It's every Sunday. Main and East Hastings in Vancouver on the street where the homeless people are and the addicts and mental health is out of control. And I make peanut butter and jam sandwiches and I take them down there and I give it to them every Sunday and I give them my time. Because to me, If religion was trying to guide me anywhere, it should be guiding me there to the people, with the people, giving back my time. Because the love came into me, and in no place other should I be anywhere other than with the people. And the people that need it the most. The ones that are suffering. Because my suffering was alleviated when I asked Jesus into my heart. It went away. That didn't mean my life became very easy after that. (laughs) It just means I was alleviated from the darkness that held me back from seeing my true potential and my power within. It allowed me to take back that power within myself. That's what it did. It unlocked it within myself. Now, do I communicate with that spirit, that entity, that higher power? Sure, on my own terms. And I try to practice that daily, often. I speak to it in the water, I speak to it in the earth, and I speak to it in the fire, and I speak to it in the air. Because the spirit is everywhere, it's everything, it's living and breathing, it's within everything and everyone. And once you see that, you appreciate it and you accept it, you can talk to it. Because if you're looking for guidance, you can talk to that spirit as well. It doesn't have to be foreign, and it doesn't have to be awkward, and it doesn't have to be weird, and you don't have to talk about it to anybody else. You can do this on your own, so you don't have to be embarrassed about it. Because even as I talk about Jesus and this spiritual aspect, 
You know, we've been led to believe that spirituality is attached to a religion, and that's frustrating for me. Because religion has just destroyed this concept of something so beautiful, this love. Because religion will sell you a fear-based agenda. Their main motive is to have you afraid of this place called hell. So you'd better do what they say because they know how to get you to heaven. Let me be real with you. I know something. Heaven and hell aren't places in the afterlife. They're places right here on earth. And you cultivate whichever one you want to live in within yourself. Your thoughts, your feelings manifest your reality. I'm a perfect example of that. For over half of my life, I lived in what I thought and believed was hell. So I perceived life on earth just as such. And it felt very real. It was very dark. It was very lonely. And at times it was very cold. Now heaven is a place I live on earth in this present moment. Because my reality and perspective changed and my thoughts and feelings changed within myself. So that allowed me to live in a different world. That's heaven and hell. The place we come from before we enter this earth into the physical body is a place of love. And when the physical body deteriorates and dies, the soul goes back to the place of love. Life is eternal. Physical life only goes as far as the body does. So you don't have to be afraid of that. And you might say, well, how do you know that, man? Like, how could you know that? It's not that I know that, it's that I remember. And that's a big thing that's going on in the world is that our, our attention is constantly focused on fear-based agenda. And you can see that. I mean, you've got a timeline of history to prove these points. Most things on social media, anything in the news or the newspapers is heavily directed towards a negative outlook of life. And that's to have you be afraid because it puts you in a lower vibrational state. But when you take back your own independence and put your time and energy in the places that you want to put your time and energy, you'll vibrate at a higher state. Because you'll no longer have this attachment or this idea of fear and practice that pattern of thinking within your mind. And that's a wonderful place to be. So that's a big one. You know, and we'll, I'll talk more about that as we go because I'll, I'll do a whole episode on, on fear and... and um, the understanding of life from the essence of a soul. Because you're so much more than your physical body. <laughs> like, we're so much more than that. But the experience has to come through first letting go of the things that hold us back. And we've got to be able to look at our journey through our experiences as happening for us because we're here to learn something. And once you learn from your emotional traumas, like myself with the addiction, it was a karmic lesson within my life. I learned a karmic lesson. So I overcame the thing that held me back. And that just like puts you on this higher plane of living, right? Because you've accepted the things that happened for you rather than to you. They don't have to hold you back. They move you forward. And that shifts everything within your life. It's, it's incredible when it happens. And all you do is gain education from it because now you see life from a different perspective. You say, oh, I'm not my job. I'm not this. I'm not that. I'm not my emotional trauma. I'm this individual who came here to learn something through a practical application of emotions, through experiences. Everything changes, right? So it just gives you a different way to look at life 
through a different perspective. Personally, it works. It's it's really incredible when when you can allow your mind to open up to these ideas. Because what's the point of being compartmentalized in this agenda-based reality? You could question everything, right? And once you start to question everything, you'll be given answers. But accept spirituality into your life so you got something to guide you along the way so you know that you're not alone. Because that's free, and it doesn't cost you anything, and it's pure love, right? It's just pure love because that's what this essence of source is. You know, whether you want to call it Jesus, Buddha, Allah, anything, whatever you want to call it. It's source. It's it's this love. It's this connection that we are all connected to, yet we've become disconnected from it because we've had all these crazy emotional traumas throughout our childhood, you know, embedded fears from people that were trying to raise us that didn't know how to parent. You know, all of these things shaped our growth along our journey, and we just have to accept that as being okay because it wasn't their fault, you know? This system has been ongoing for quite some time where fear, anxiety, and stress is at the core of the human. You know, people are teaching from that perspective, which is why we adopt that education as normal. And once we can become aware of that, we can appreciate it and we can respect it for what it is. But that doesn't have to define us. We can break free from those old patterns and beliefs because we are strong. Because if you believe in yourself, man, you can do whatever you want. You can become whoever you want to become. I mean, even myself, by going down this road of asking questions about who am I, I understand the level of difficulty that comes in with reshaping yourself in something new. And over half of my life with addiction, you know, you learn some bad psychological patterns and, and behaviors within your life. You do things that aren't normal are normal to you, you know, and mine was just addiction. Like yours can be whatever it is, you know, maybe you just tell yourself you're not good enough all the time. It's really one and the same Addiction's the same thing. Really what we're talking about here is living with a lack of love. It's not about addiction. You know, it's not about difficult journeys, difficult experiences. The reason we can't be the people we aren't is because we don't think we're good enough. If you want to be the person you want to be, you tell yourself you're good enough to be that person because you're worth it. You know, self-worth is everything. And I know within myself I've made mistakes along my journey, but I'm worth it. And I know that becoming my higher self is going to take a little bit of work, and that's okay. Because I'm going to put that work in. And I might not figure it all out today, but as long as I keep practicing, I'm going to reach the destination and I'm not going to give up. And I don't want you to give up either because I can't do this alone. Changing the world comes with the ability to have all of us working together. And to work together, we first have to work on ourselves. So don't beat yourself up if you don't have it all figured out. You know? But if you want to be something more, then you got to value that. you got to put work in and take steps to get to that place. And that's what I'm doing, and I'm going to share about it too. So this year, I'm not really going to attach so much to the idea of being a, a, a drug addict for over half of my life and speak to it from that past perspective. I'm going to speak to it from the present moment because I'm going to be somebody different. I'm going to work through that. I'm going to let that go. And I say that I lost everything in my life, but I've gained so much more. And I'm going to speak from that perspective. Because it isn't about what I lost. That stuff only got me to this point. It's about who I am and what I got right now. 
I'm going to talk about that and I'm going to share about that. And I appreciate you, man. Like lots of people have been messaging me, telling me my stuff is helping them and, and they're inspired by the things that I talk about. And, and really, you know, like I appreciate you. Like I just appreciate you so much. I really do. And I care so much about human beings and I care so much about myself. And I care so much about love. Like, because love came into my life, man. I was so grateful for that. I can't encourage you enough to talk about spirituality within your own life because, like, it's just so beautiful and stay connected to it, you know? Get real with yourself and, and find something more because there's so much more than drama and negativity and doing things we don't want to do in life. Like, we're just, it's, it's just so beautiful, right? And uh, I just really appreciate you all for that. And, and this is a, an amazing thing that I get to be a part of. And I'm, I'm so grateful for it. And I, I can't wait to watch it grow and become something more. And, you know, I'm just, I'm really happy. And, and to be able to talk about the things that are going on in my life with people in the world and have people reciprocate with that, with them telling me what's going on in their life. So never hesitate to message me or email me. My social media is real talk for an unreal world at uh, facebook instagram and youtube my email is real talk for an unreal world at gmail.com and my twitter is real talk number four unreal yeah if you think this can help someone please share it like it subscribe it do whatever you got to do but really just do what you got to do in your life that's so much more important to me and you'll take the rewards of that in your life as well so have a wonderful week and enjoy your family, enjoy your life, enjoy your time.